Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time last week in Hattiesburg. We were there Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Had a wonderful time getting into end time. So then we went up into Jasper, Alabama. Had a wonderful time there Sunday morning, Sunday night. Hey, if you're anywhere near Omaha this weekend, we'll be in Omaha at Faith Family Church Sunday morning, Sunday night. We'll get into end times, how the Lord's coming back so soon. So we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations for the... Uh, Ezekiel 38 war because you know the rapture signless second coming has tons of signs so if we can see what's going to happen just after the rapture like literally every one of the nations for the Ezekiel 38 war are literally in position you've got Turkey teaching basically Hamas things in, in Libya you've got Turkey in Syria Turkey in the edge of Iraq you've got Turkey in parts of Greece so you had Turkey this week. Remember how the other day they wanted to go in and run the airport in Kabul after the Americans pulled out of Afghanistan? They decided yesterday that they would do that. So Turkey's flexing its influence. So all the players for the Ezekiel 38 war are in position, along with just as America left Afghanistan this last week. What a horrific event that was, but it really opened up a doorway for Russia to come straight down into Israel for the Ezekiel 38 war. So there's so many things that are happening that you'd love to get into, but you really can't get into every little thing you want to get into. But it's so much going on that so points to the coming of the Lord. So what what is uh, the reason to get into, into end time events? Well, you see the finish line, you run faster. It's not an escape theology, it's a hustle theology. And I hear so many people talking about the rapture. How do we know that the church is not here during the tribute? Well, remember in the Old Testament, Gabriel told Daniel, God's given Israel and the Jews uh, and Jerusalem 490 years. And from the commandment to rebuild Jerusalem until Messiah comes will be 483 years. So God gave them 490. Jesus came after 483. So he owes, owes them seven years of Old Covenant time. That's the tribulation period. So you're watching the setup right now for Jesus to reveal himself to his brethren, just like Joseph did uh, years ago. So how cool that the earth's being set up for the entrance of the king. So, so many things are happening. Probably in Israel, one of the main things happening in Gaza alone, they keep firing incendiary balloons into southern Israel, catching fires in southern Israel. Israel really retaliated strong this time with airstrikes. And the reason being is there's riots every single day now at the Gaza border with Hamas going crazy. It would be one thing if it was a normal riot, but it's not a normal riot. They keep uh, throwing explosives across the walls at Israeli troops. So craziness. With that, you had Bennett meeting with Biden this last week. The whole conversation was mainly about Iran. I love that Bennett read him a verse from the book of Isaiah. That was pretty awesome. But while Bennett was there meeting with Biden and the, the conversion, the conversation was all about Iran. And I like what happened. What was said was America said, if we can't deal with Iran diplomatically, we've got other ways we can deal with them. Wow. So, of course, Iran freaked out about that. And listen to what they said. They said America uh, threatened us illegally by saying there was other options they had on the table. When Iran has threatened Israel with annihilation every single day of the last 30 years, Iran said publicly Israel is the rabid dog of the Middle East and has to be wiped off the map. So Israel can threaten, uh, Iran can threaten Israel all day long, but America just says it's going to deal with Iran like it has to deal with Iran. Because right now, Iran's not doing anything about sanctions. In fact, they're ratcheting up their nuclear plan to the point that every one of the different groups went from saying it was two months to saying it was weeks before Iran was going to do something. So get ready. In the next few weeks, Israel will have to do something to protect itself because Iran's so crazy. They think they start uh, the entrance of their Messiah by going to war with Israel. That's their mentality 
And that's what their religion, Islam, has taught them. If they try to annihilate Israel, their Messiah comes on the scene. Their thing is their Messiah wants to kill all the Christians and all the Jews. And Jesus comes back with him and says that he's not the Son of God. So we know what that is. That's absolute uh, Lucifer. I watched one of the leaders of Iran the other day talking. Every single thing he said was an absolute lie. Remember what Jesus said about Lucifer, the truth is not in him. So you're watching literally the forces of darkness push against the forces of light because the king's about to come back. All this pressure. So the response to all this, you have North Korea this last week starting up their nuclear plant with a chemical lab right beside it so they can make plutonium. So as unstable as that mentality is, he says he's going to fire a, a nuke at America. Along with that, you have China that threatened America again. This is the third threat from, threat from China saying if someone tries to protect them when they go after Taiwan, they will nuke them. They said that to Japan, said that to America. Well, this is what we did today. We had had two naval vessels go right into the Taiwanese Straits and say, you know what, we're here, see what you can do about it. So I love the boldness of America. So nations are acting crazy compared to they used two years ago. It's because of this pressure uh, that the king's about to come back. You even have France's president, Emmanuel Macron, Pretty amazing. His name is Emmanuel Macron. He's the mark. He went into Iraq this last weekend to show support for the Kurds, went into Kurdistan. So you got him showing all this uh, help and aid for them, showing all this help and aid for Lebanon. Uh, I'm not saying he's the Antichrist, but if he's not, he's missed a wonderful opportunity. You know, the Bible says we won't know who he is until after the rapture. Why? Because the church has so much authority, the Antichrist can't be revealed until we leave. So you have so much bizarre happening stuff with, with weather. You had Ida. You have wildfires out by Lake Tahoe. You had horrible fires out in California. You had fires in Jerusalem. Earthquakes happening all over the place. Uh, this is one that's even bizarre in America. You had Harvard elect his first atheist head, chap head, head chaplain ever for the co college. Now, Harvard at one time was a Bible school, and now it has an atheist as its head. So these are just bizarre Bible days because it's doing exactly what the Bible said it would do. You would see corruption and violence right before the coming of the Lord. So we're there. So what do we do? We look at all the signs. Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem won back. After that, you got the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have all these things. You have fish showing up in the Dead Sea. You got foxes on the Temple Mount. <laughs> you have predatory birds. 172 different species of predatory birds showed up in the land. The cleanup crew for the Ezekiel 38 war, cleanup crew for the Battle of Armageddon. Don't even talk about ISIS has been damming up the Euphrates many times because the kings of the east will come over the Euphrates at the Battle of Armageddon. So all these things, Temple Mount Institute, ready to start having sacrifices. So all these things are set up because Jesus is about to come. They have six red heifers, I believe it is now. They needed that. They have the oil of anointing. So you have all these things. Men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. So you have all those signs, plus many, many, many more about what the earth would look like just for the coming of the Lord. You had the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. You had Israel being to ruled by two Benjamins. That was prophesied. After that, after you go through all of that, you got signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. The dates coinciding with them are so amazing. Uh, NASA called it a tetrad. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. 1492 the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So that's pretty radical in itself. Then you had the Bethlehem Star a couple years ago. How cool is that? Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus showing up. The birth of Jesus. The constellation was Virgo. This last year, NBC Nightly News said we have a celestial event. Those planets all came together 
mother again? Bethlehem star. What was the constellation? Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So all this stuff is happening right in front of our eyes because the king's about to come back. It's so cool. I hear so many things, people being taught stuff about the rapture. How do we qualify for the rapture? This is one thing that you have to look at. You can't get your qualifications from the Gospels because Jesus hadn't been raised from the dead. That's why the church was a mystery and the church age was a mystery. Like the ten virgins. Everybody goes, oh, if you don't have an oil in your lamp, you're not going up. Not talking to the church there. He's talking to Jewish guys. Jesus was flawlessly fulfilling the law in the Old Covenant. So in the New Testament, you're Him. Would Jesus need oil in His lamp? No. You're Him after He's raised from the dead. You're a part of the body of Christ. So many of those things we, we pull out of context, like the two's taken, remember at the, in Matthew 24, one's taken and one's left. That's not the rapture. That's the second coming. So uh, we're so blessed, though, that all these things are right in front of us, and we're about to see the king. So what do we do? Help our local church, help our local pastor, be more engaged. And, you know, when you're engaged to be married, you talk more, not less. Let your relationship with Jesus be fervent. Be more of a soul winner than you've ever been. Talk to your neighbors, talk to your friends. Hey, the Lord's about to come back. I always anticipated there being such a force right before the coming of the Lord. So we as the church have got to pick up the pace. I bet Noah, when he was on the ark, he wasn't whispering, uh, let's all get in the ark. I bet he was screaming like a wild man, uh, the flood's coming. Well, Jesus is coming to the earth. The one who died for you, God raised from the dead, coming back, Jesus of Nazareth. Can't wait to see him. I wonder what our first words are going to be uh, when we see him. Colleen and I want to thank you for helping us. Help, thank you for praying for us. Thank you for sending us. We want to do everything we can to get the message out. The King's coming back so soon. Have a blessed, awesome Wednesday. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week. One love to overshadow.